You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey everybody, welcome to Cozy Moon Podcast. Where we have fun. Where we have fun. Talk about parenting. Parenting. I'm Anya. Say Ari. Ari. This is Ari. And I'm Mommy Shan. Let's start the show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Cozy Moon Podcast. My name is Shan. This episode, we're talking about what kind of mom are you? Um, in my head, I had an idea of what kind of mom I wanted to be. My mother was the mother of all mothers, meaning she did everything fun. Um, you know, she could cook, she could make things, she would go with us on, um, adventures she would travel with us she would um, go with us to fun places she would make sure we always had what we needed Um, and I'm not saying she was perfect but there was always spaces for her to be better I just think she decided not to because it involved doing work on herself that she wasn't ready to do um which is why I grew up in a home with her with my other siblings where there was no disciplinary actions taken and it was more so everybody's for themselves and oh yeah there's an adult here to sign over 18 documents that's about it so I just knew that I wasn't going to raise my children like that. So I have two kids and I don't know. Today we're putting more lights on moms. I'm not saying dads are not important. You guys are important. But I'm shedding more light on moms because I don't know what kind of dad I wanted to be because I'm not a dad. I know what kind of mom I wanted to be. And I wanted to be all the great things about my mom and all the things about my mom that weren't so great. I wanted to be good at them. So everyone who knew me before I had kids now understand that it's still Shan, but with two girls added. So it's still the goofy it's still the artistic it's still the organized it's still the oh I need to be before time to be on time um 
I still keep things fun. I apologize to my kids. I am very blunt and honest with my kids. Some of my friends be like, oh, you tell them too much information. No, I think today we live in a society where if I don't explain something to my child, she will go ask someone else. They'll probably give her the wrong information or she will Google it. And I don't want her to see her answers on YouTube. I want to answer her. So I give her a lot of honest, straightforward information. I'm very hands-on with my kids. I'm always doing things with them, taking them places, showing them things, taking them to the museum, the art galleries, um, taking them around the city to the zoo, uh, traveling with them, driving with them, explaining uh, to them what's the meaning of certain words, um, you know, getting them on the spot. Hey, Anya, what does... Um, uh, freedom mean, you know, just to keep her mind going. And I think that's how kids learn. If you don't expose them to more, they're not going to learn more. So that's why I do it. Um, I'm still priority based, spontaneous. So basically we can have all the fun in the world today, but I need to get this done, this done, this done, this done, because it's more important than us having this fun at the end of the day that we will have if I can get one, two, and three done. That's the best way I can explain it. I am priority-based spontaneous. Um, I'm still a homebody. Don't get it twisted. I do like to expose my kids to stuff, but some weekends, I need to just stay in the house. Some weekends, I don't want to go over people's houses. Some weekends, I don't want to see family. Some weekends, I don't want anyone to come over. I just want to chill in my house like a crab with my crab babies. <laughs> um, I'm big on talking out feelings because... Uh, I'm not going to say I grew up in a house where I couldn't express my feelings. I could. But when I did express my feelings growing up, it was more so through putting my hands on my brothers or uh, throwing things or breaking things. Um, when I did talk to my mom, if it was something that she did not want to deal with at the moment, she would either start crying and shut down and won't speak and won't explain herself, or she will go in her room and lock the door. So now with me being a 32-year-old mom of two, I talk out my kids' feelings. You could be mad, you could be upset, but please let me let me know what you're thinking right now. Let me know why you're screaming right now. Um, go in your room, calm down, and come back and tell me what happened. Come back and give me a why. I need to. I need an explanation. Like if I answer you, ask you a question, I need you to tell me an answer to what I just asked. I just. I don't want you to look at me. I don't want you to look at me. Um, Ari, just wait. Um, I discipline my kids with love. I know what it's like to grow up not having... Hush. You're okay. I have rough girls, okay? I know what it's like to grow up in a house with um, a parent that does not discipline. And I know what it is to grow up in a house with a parent that does discipline. My father disciplined, honey. Um, he had rules, he had boundaries, he had, oh, you gonna have some manners in my house type thing. And then my mom was more laid back, go with the flow. If you didn't say your grace, meaning, you know, your prayer over your food, fine, shrugs, who cares? If you um, didn't say ma'am or sir, 
fine, shrug, who cares? Uh, if you didn't say please or thank you when you asked for things, fine, shrug, who cares? I don't want that. Now, I may not do ma'am and sir in my house. And a lot of my friends, because they're Southern um, or they're traditional, may do, uh, you know, ma'am and sir. But I don't do that. Um, See, I had to go discipline. All right. So, yeah, I'm big on discipline. You know, you can go to your room. You can uh, get snatched up. Um... The belt does exist in my house, not all the time, but at a certain point in time, after I told you to do something more than once, I'm not saying it anymore. And being that my mother was one of 13 children and my grandmother was about the belt, my grandfather was about the belt, but my grandfather had more patience before he got the belt. My grandmother was like a one and done and my mom grew up resistant against that type of discipline and then flourished into not disciplining at all so it was really hectic growing up for me so I had to be my own disciplinarian as a teenager as a um, young 20 year old even now I have to put myself in check because no one around me could do it because my mom didn't do it and I didn't spend a lot of time with my dad after I was like 13. It just wasn't something we did. So now I really instill that with my kids because I don't want them growing up feeling like they can do whatever when they want and no one's going to correct them. And um, I prep everything. I prep clothes that's out for the next day. I prep food. I prep for bills, I have alarms for everything. I have three alarms for the morning. I have alarms when I need to leave my job in order to pick up the girls. I have alarms for if Anya has projects. I have um, calendars all over the house. Uh, I have folders for Anya. I have certain places where the book goes, certain places where the marker and the paints go. Like, I have to have that because it helps my day go a bit easier. I have a bag in the car for both of them just in case they have an accident. Like, I'm a prep mom, even though I'm a fun mom. Like, I'm many different moms put together. Um, I believe in a healthy two-parent home, if that can be. If that cannot be, then I try to piece together what's really good for um, my daughters with their dads and what doesn't work. I'm not saying will never work. It just doesn't work for right now. Uh, because living in a home with two parents who cannot come together in the healthiest way as an example to a child is not the best. Um, I didn't learn what my parents' marriage was until I was I want to say 28 29 years old and when I learned about it it helped me understand why my father acted and talked and treated my mother the way he did and why my mother you know assumed he was going to do x y and z instead of asked and demanded and um you know 
set up her boundaries a bit earlier so she could avoid a lot of negative negativity. So, um, I do not live with either one of their dads. We are not together with either one of their dads. Uh, but you know, Ari does visit her dad. Um, you know, when, when she can, hopefully later next year, um, it could be more consistent. Uh, but for right now, it's just going to be how it is. Um, Anya's dad, uh, has, um, started talking to her more um this past uh november he came for her first birthday ever uh because the past years he just wasn't ready or he just couldn't get himself together to a point to see that his child was a priority and not his ego uh so now that's a bit more consistent and a bit open to learning on how he can be better with Anya, how he can be a better father, how he could be a better provider, how he could be better for himself in the long run for his other children. Um, I teach my kids a lot. I teach my kids about what I did when I was younger. I teach my kids what doesn't work. I teach my kids the why, the what, the where, the when, the how. I teach my kids about things they won't learn in public school for about two more years I teach them now um I read to them a lot we go over numbers we do puzzles together um I do number cards together we do a lot of math uh we do a lot of pop quizzes in the car um right now in the car we're learning um a lot more Spanish on the CD I got from Barnes and Noble um I expose them to different things, different people. I teach them about different cultures. I just want my children to be well-rounded. I apologize to my kids. Whenever I feel like I was in the wrong or I could have done something a bit better, I apologize to them because I need them to know that it is okay to apologize to people when you feel like you were in the wrong. It is okay to be honest with yourself and apologize. Um, apologizing doesn't mean you're a bad person. It means you're making steps to be a better person. Okay. Um, I am very blunt, honest with my children because the world is very blunt, honest with people. Um, and I'm big on learning and being exposed to good people, um, good environments and, I want my children to be able to tell me about their day. I want my children to be able to tell me about what's going on with the classes that they have or the other kids that they're around and what they said and what they did. Uh, Because if you let your child feel like, oh, I can't tell my mom this because she's going to get real mad at me or it's going to make her upset, they're not going to share with you. Okay? So I don't... I'm I'm very slow to show emotion when she's telling me what a kid said or what a teacher did or um, how someone acted because I don't want her to feel ashamed or feel like <gasps> about anything that she tells me. I just want her to tell me. I want to think through it. And then I want to explain to her the right and the wrong in it. And I want to explain to her what her next step should be. Um, I don't want to scare my kids into not speaking to me. Um, and yeah, that that's what kind of mom I am. Um, 
you got to figure out what kind of mom you are, what kind of mom you want to be and try to be that in a better way every day. Like you have to wake up with a mission to be better than you were yesterday as a mom. Because I don't know about you, but when I was five, there are things that I still remember till today and I am 32. When I was six, there are things I still remember about my mother, about my household, about school, about my environment, about people I were around when I was six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And these kids' memory only gets better. So don't ever think that things that you're doing now, oh, they won't remember when they're older. They'll remember and they'll bring it up and they'll ask you later. So just be prepared for the questions they will ask and have a good answer to go with it, an honest answer to go with it. So yeah, that's what kind of mom I am. I hope you figure out what kind of mom you are. Um, In our next segment coming up, Mommy Shan's Tips segment. Um, I will be talking about some questions you should probably ask yourself before you have a kid. Yeah, because that's always... Stop! There's more! Stop! There's more! More! It is okay. You have a question. Cool. Mommy Shan can help you out with that. Welcome to Mommy Shan's segment. I got you. What's the question for today? All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mommy Shan's Tips segment. Um, We're talking about questions to ask before you have your kiddo. Um, First question you probably want to ask yourself, um, this is whether you're in a relationship or you're not. You want to ask yourself, can you actually afford to have a baby without touching your savings? If you cannot afford to have a child today or in the next five to six months without touching your savings, don't have that child. Because all kids do is take and take and take and take and take and take and take from you up until they're 18 years old. So if you're not ready for the taking, don't be taking you know what. Um... The next question you probably want to ask yourself is, will you be big on religious views with your kid? Is that If that's something you're not sure about, um, the worst thing you could ever do is raise a child in an unsure situation or an unsure frame of mind. So be mindful of that. Um, I'm not really big on religion with my children. Um, we don't pray before bed. Um, when I pray, I pray silently. I pray when I'm right before I'm going to sleep. They're mostly never awake. Um, before I eat, I usually pray for um, children and uh, other parents and homeless who may not have something to eat um, silently, so they never hear me. Um, we don't talk about God in open conversations. We don't talk about Jesus. Um, I don't take them to church because I've I haven't found a religion I fully feel engulfed in that I want to be involved in. So I don't want to push an unsure religious view on my children that I'm not even sure about for myself. So what I did want to do um, is start you know, saying grace over my food and their food and saying that with them because I do remember saying grace with, you know, my dad and my mom at the table. Let me see if I remember. Um, 
I think it said we went. Thank you, God, for something to eat. Thank you for something along those lines. Um, and we thanked, um, you know, our mom. We thanked uh, God for allowing us to have food to eat. And we prayed for people who didn't have. And it was followed by an amen of some sorts, I think. So I'm going to figure out some type of grace or um just thankfulness um to just show them like you know you having something to eat or you having a home or you having you know clothes on your back is not something everyone has a luxury of having so just make sure you're thankful for it now you can eat so I, i'm gonna figure out a way to incorporate that so even i i have two kids and i'm not really you know sure about you know, my religious views on things because it's always changing because I'm always reading and I'm always rediscovering and I'm always finding new meaning in certain things when it comes to religion. And being that, you know, my dad went to a Catholic church and my mom went to a Pentecostal church up until I was eight. And then my mom, you know, turned into a Jehovah Witness and I that's something I completely do not understand um I am not Jehovah Witness I am not um quote-unquote Christian I am not atheist I am I just I'm very into just being a good person and treating people with respect and um believing that what you give to others in the world you get back period so that's something you want to be sure about um think about what you want for your future or what you want your future to look like and then think about your future with kids added to it your kids that you can't give back to anyone you have to keep them with you so think about you know how that would work how would your career that you really want work with you having children how would you be a good mom quote-unquote while being in your career or not being married or being married or always traveling, you know, think about that before you go full in on having children because traveling with children, that's a whole different ball game, okay? Uh, you're probably not going to be able to do it as often as you think unless you're going to have like a nanny or um, someone that lives with you or a family member that's always willing to get up and travel whenever you say go. Um... The next thing you probably want to think about is what are you willing to put on hold or miss out on if you have a kid? I missed out on so many things. I miss out on um, parties. I miss out on trips. I miss out on um, uh, game nights. I miss out on uh, traveling. I miss out on saving more money. I miss out on buying, uh, you know, better items I miss out on, um, having more, having better. I miss out on opportunities where I could probably stay at work longer, but I really can't because I don't have anyone to watch the girls. Uh, there's a lot of things I miss out on because I'm a mom, because I'm a single mom, um, because I don't always have someone dependable to help me with the girls. So that's something to think about. If you have a kid, what are you willing to miss out on? Also, um, what and how will you pay for childcare? Because that thing is pricey, okay? Uh, childcare last year was running me about 
$750 a month between the both of them. And Ari only went to childcare partial times during the week. Now they both go to childcare Monday through Friday, or aka camp. And on the weekends, I usually keep them all the time. Um, it's hard for me to work weekend jobs by having them because if I take a job that in- incorporates me working on the weekend that means I'm going to have to hire a sitter to watch them as I work those eight plus hours which means while everybody's at work making money I'm at work losing money and making a little bit so uh, the weighing of that is a strain so really think about it um also think about what will you do if daddy doesn't live with you or us meaning you and your children or you and your child what are you going to do what are you prepared to um take on um are you equipped to do that can you do that if you know you and the father are no longer together how will that work um do you know anything about co-parenting? Do you even know what would you what would you do to co-parent? Or how will you successfully co-parenting? Because co-parenting is not something that comes easy to everyone. You might have one parent that wants to co-parent, and you might have the other parent that wants to um, have a family on the side. And you are that family on the side of all their other things that they want to do in their life. Or you might have a uh, two parents who one wants to co-parent and the other one wants to um, parent the child as long as they can have a fake relationship romantically with you. So you really have to think about what you want to do with that. Um, And that is always a possibility. Now, don't ever think just because you get married to the child's father that you're in the clear. Things happen, okay? And then you have to think about how hard it will be to possibly have to go through a divorce with your child's father. Because no matter what, whether you like your child's father or not, if they're not deceased, you're going to have to deal with them in some type of capacity, whether that's through court, whether that's through um, documentation, paperwork, whether that's tr- through a restraining order, whether that's true through like legal terms or through them just being annoying in your life, you're going to have to deal with them, vice versa. Fathers, you're going to have to be- deal with that child's mother as long as they're alive, living on this planet, Okay. That's just set in stone. That's just what it is. Um, also, another question you want to ask yourself is how do we, quote unquote, if both of you are there while um, or before you have your baby, want to parent? Talk to the person you possibly want to have a kid with. H- how do you see yourself as a parent? What do you want to incorporate? What do you not want to do? Do you agree with that? Vice versa. I think a lot of times if people would have that conversation with the person they think they want to have a kid with, you probably wouldn't want to have that kid. Just being honest. Um, the last question, um, and I'm not saying these are the only questions. These are just some of the tips of the iceberg of what you need to ask yourself before you think you want to have a kid is who will support you having a kid and I say that because you can have 
yourself and you can have the father of the child but if this is your first kid and you know nothing about children do you have aunts or uncles or a mother or a father or grandparents that can guide you or friends or um you know other moms other parents other dads that can guide you into being the best parent you can be because I can understand when my mom had us when she was younger there was a support system there was more of like a family base there to help out you know maybe auntie can watch the baby maybe uh your sister can watch you know your son or your daughter maybe your grandparents can watch it I don't know about you but I don't have a lot of friends that still have their grandparents around and living and healthy I don't have a lot of parent a lot of friends who have their their mother and father living in the same state or let alone are they alive still so that that family support may not even be there so sometimes you have to scratch that out friends are your friends that do not have kids willing to support you help you out with your children I have a lot of friends who love my kids thank god okay thank whew, my god Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I always say I don't know what I did in life to deserve the support of people that I have in my life, but I am grateful, always grateful, always thankful. But for my friends who do not have children that really go out their way to help me with my children, I appreciate them because sometimes I do need a break. I have friends that will call me up and be like, do you want me to come take the girls for a few hours on Saturday or Sunday, blah, 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 because they know I always have them. When I wake up in the morning, they're with me until I drop them off at school. When I get off of work, I got to go run and pick them up. And then they're with me until the next day. And on the weekend, if I have nothing to do, they're with me all weekend. So it's like I really don't get a break. So to have friends that understand that and know that they're not obligated to help you and they go out their way to help you, love them. Love them. Um... You need to get in touch with other moms. You need to get in touch with other dads. You need to get in touch with people, even if they have adopted children, you know, and talk to them. You can go online and Google your questions. Go on um, mom blogs, uh, listen to parenting podcasts, read books, go to the books or read magazines. There's no reason why you do not know how to get help for the questions you have as a parent or if you think you want to parent talk to a parent my um best friend henny asked me uh a couple of weeks ago how would you rate being a mom from a rating of like one to ten ten being love it and one being hated and i told her a seven and a seven is an honest answer because one most importantly, I can only count on myself as a parent for both of the girls. Two, um, I'm a single mom and I'm not rich and I don't have all the time in the world. And sometimes things don't pan out like I want it. And uh, three, it's stressful. It's stressful to be that parent that does it right or that parent that wants to be better Um and you have no breaks and you get tired and you get exhausted and um uh, what number my mom four 
I told her I love it. Like, days when it's slow and we can just go to the park and we can have, like, a snack or whatever, it's fun. And other days when I'm stressed and, you know, they have needs, it's hard. So that's why I told her at 7, and I'm very honest with my friends. Um, so those are some questions you need to ask yourself. Uh, thank you for listening to questions before you have a kid in this mommy shan segment and you guys just really enjoy the rest of your december because january is around the corner my name is shan and thank you for listening to cozy Mom. bye 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 support for this podcast and the following message come from corient Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.